Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to another edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ramo what's up mac how you doing hey well how's it going how's it going everybody out there i'm doing good man hopefully ladies all of you ladies and gentlemen are um are doing well as well so thanks for coming on the show man yeah no problem man glad to be on here as usual every saturday nights that's right. Thank you again. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking the time and uh, checking out this show, Sports of the Legend, again with Macaulay Matthew and me, William Ramo. And on uh, today's show, um, we're going to be talking about, you know, what we do here on sports. You know, we talk sports entertainment and everything else. You guys all know the deal. Uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, um, spring training, um, the, the Twitter beef between uh, Noah Syndergaard and um, new new uh, Dodger Trevor Bauer. Gonna get into that. Um, the the Mets uh, recent signing sign, signing Taiwan Walker. Uh, you know we'll talk about the Yankees as well. And uh, oh yes, and uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean he's getting paid. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that as well. Um, NBA um, with the Knicks. The Knicks are gonna be facing the Timberwolves after uh, today's game got postponed because um, the team they were gonna face, uh, you know, they um, I think some of them had COVID or they were in contact with people with COVID, so they had to stop them from playing. So we'll get into that as well. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll talk um, WWE. You know, with the elimination chamber coming out uh, later um, tomorrow night. So, yeah. But most importantly, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So if you want to talk about any of these topics and more, you know, we'd love to hear what you got to say. So with that, we invite you to to come on and... uh, you know, share your thoughts, share, share your knowledge. But with that said, let's just, um, yeah, let's just dive into baseball. And, um, yeah, the Mets, uh, you know, other than the Lindor moves, you know, they did a lot of, they did a lot of good moves. Um, you know, they, they got James McCann, who, who will show up uh, the defense on the um, the catching side and, you know he's he's a, he's he's improved offensively as well. Um, you know they got uh, Pilar, who who's a good hitter. Um, he he was a great defender uh, at one point, but um, you know Mets would need him to turn back the clock. Mets also even have earlier this offseason they got Jonathan Villar. So if they if they could get Kevin Millar out of retirement, they would have they would have had Kevin they would have had Kevin Millar. Kevin Villar and Kevin Pollar. 
<laughs> and you put that all together, that's yeah. MVP. That's you know what I'm saying. So hey, you know, anybody who rhymes with LR is is on the Mets right now. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happened with that. Um, who else did they get? Trevor May, who um who spoke with the media today. Um, you know, he he was you know he's he's fired up and ready to go. He said that you know he's a type of you know bullpen guy who who's ready to come out any inning. Fifth inning to all the way to ninth, you know he's he's that type of guy that says you know give me the ball, you know and you know that's the type of guy you you want especially you know with the the Mets and Yankees you know we love guys like that you know bulldog dudes who you know who you know who who they just you know they don't they don't shy away from the 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 pressure of New York they want to dive right in, you yeah. know so hey man the guy hasn't thrown a pitch but. You know he's already a fan favorite. I could I could just see it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, definitely uh, respect that. Yeah, and he he has a he he's you know he's on um, social media as well. I think he you know he's into like gaming online stuff like that. So him, um, you know, but there's a lot of players nowadays who are like into that. You know, online presence. You know, Syndergaard. You know, he loves being on social media, and then of course. Trevor Bauer, you know, the 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 um the what I'm looking for the troller season and uh, their two the two worlds collide and um, they got into a tweet a Twitter beef and um, yeah they they were um, going back and forth basically it all started because uh, Noah Syndergaard was saying what was um, he posted a photo of himself. And um, and and um, some of his teammates, they were just laughing inside the um. They were laughing inside the um. What was I gonna say? They were laughing, um, you know, during spring training. Um, and then he was just, and then he said, and then he, this is what what um, uh, Syndergaard wrote, and then he said, "I'm sorry, I chose another team, another team, but I'll donate to your charities." <laughs> Which of course he's referencing to you know what um what um Bauer did on, on February fifth when he took his talents um to um LA, LA to Hollywood. Bauer right. officially went to you know Hollywood. So he posted a photo of himself, uh probably was Gesselman, I think, in the photo. Yeah, yeah, it was Gesselman. And they, they, you see them laughing in the photo. And uh, you know, Bar didn't appreciate it. Bar, Bar was uh, got offended. Yeah, you know, he was saying he doesn't like trolled being trolled himself. <laughs> exactly. He says when mistakes are made, you try to make them right. I know you wouldn't know anything about making mistakes though. Hope rehabbing is treating you well. It was good to see you back throwing. And and then um, then he uh, let's see. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, let me see what he said. Da, da, da. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan Bauer said that um, also Noah Syndergaard, try to treat your fans better. They they are what make our game go. No no, um, no place for personal insults, especially about someone's wife, because apparently some, some, somebody online was um, criticizing. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and let me see where it is right here. Yeah, apparently a fan was saying the Grom is winning uh, Cy Young, Cy Young's 
you're trying to be a superhero, you probably block me because you're soft. <laughs> and then, um, and then he said, "What's your problem, dude? Be happy." And then afterwards, some other guy was criticizing the Grom, and he said, "You know, that's when." You know, the, uh, Syndergaard said something about, um, you know, uh, something, you know, about the, the guy's wife, if, if the guy's even married. And then that's when Bauer said the whole, um, you know, statement about trying not to insult fans. And then Syndergaard replied in with a, with a, um, with a gif of saying, um, keep digging. And then, um, and then uh, Bauer said, see you at the bottom. And uh, apparently um, Bauer Unfortunately, you know, he had an issue with, um, you know, with some lady online, you know, years ago, which some people were criticizing the Mets, you know, that they shouldn't go after him, you know, because of that, um, especially in light of the whole Jared Porter um, situation. And then now, uh, what was it last week, uh, another person was fired by the Mets for, you know, similar despicable, um, you know, actions behind the scenes as well. Um, so then after that, then um, Syndergaard was saying, bring a drone and your mixtape, and it's a deal. <laughs> and then afterwards, um, to my knowledge, Strowman was, was, you know, paraphrasing, saying, like, it's a joke and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, uh, Bauer said, you got yourself a date. And then uh, Strowman was saying, like, it's, you know, it's a it's a joke, you know, it, you know, it's a joke, or, you know, you know, something about Twitter, you know, it's a joke or something like that. So before we even face each other in city field in August, sparks are already flying on, on, um, on Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good matchup when uh, these teams finally uh, meet mm-hmm. later in the year. Hopefully this will be a preview of the NLCS and, could hopefully, be. hopefully it will go down how all the the, the postseason has went down against the Dodgers, um, except for '88. Yeah, you know because uh, Mets dominated that re- the regular season. Uh, David Cohn, you know, he talked smack about the Dodgers, and then um, you know the Dodgers would upset them and advance uh, to the World Series and uh, defeat the the Oakland A's. You know, highlighted by the um, Kurt Gibson walk-off home run off Eckersley in uh, Game One of that World Series, which Alderson was uh, the GM of the A's at that time, and then of course they won the World Series the following year in '89. But yeah, but back to uh, modern times, uh, the Mets, uh, Sandy Alderson and uh, Zach Scott, the the new GM. They finally made a move, and uh, you know, and they 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 finally got a, a starter in uh, Taiwan Walker, you know, and um, I think it's a I think it's a real good move. Um, Taiwan Walker, you know, he's he, he's a veteran. He's pitched in the baseball for like eight years. Um, I think he was with the Mariners, uh, uh, the the Diamondbacks. And I think he was with Toronto also most recently. But um, yeah, the good thing about him is you know he's 28, you know he he's had, he's had like eight years in the the in the big leagues. I think they had, they signed a a three year a two, a three a two year, twenty million dollar contract, and I think they have an option for the third year. 
So, um, and, and, you know, this guy, he's in his prime year. He's like two or three years removed from Tommy John surgery. And, you know, once you pass that, that second or third year of Tommy John surgery, um, you're like back, you're like back to your old form or even better. So, yeah, Mets are really counting on that. And he's a, he's a strikeout dude. So, um, I think it's going to be great. And he posted on social media, four of him, uh, taking a sip of, uh, the late great Tom Seaver's, uh, champagne, the GTS champagne or, or wine bottle, I think it was. No, actually wine, I think it is. So, um, yeah, congratulate, uh, congratulations, Taiwan Walker, uh, coming to the Mets. And we got a pretty solid uh, rotation. You got the Grom, who was voted uh, third by MLB Network as the third best player in the game after, um, I think it was Troughton, uh, probably Tatis. No, no, wait, was it that? Wait, I think it was those two that was ahead of him. Montgomery served me right. And, uh, you know, the Grom, he's he's still the ranked the best pitcher in the game, you know. Uh, your boy, um, Garrett Cole, he was ranked number 11, probably the second highest pitcher ranked on the list. And, um, yeah, Met, you know, Mets got DeGrom, Mets got um, Stroman, who, you know, he's been bragging that, uh, bragging about, like, this is going to be his best year ever. You know, he's been uh, he's been following and observing the DeGrom Taking Degrom's head, you know, so he could finally live, live up to his, you know, he could exceed his potential. Um, you got you got Strom, you got um, Carlos Carrasco, you know, who who's been a, a very good pitcher throughout his career in Cleveland, and um, you know, a, a very underrated pitcher. Um, you then of course you have Syndergaard coming back in the second half you know, probably in June or July after the All-Star break. Um, you got um, uh, Peterson, who's, who's a, you know, a young, a young pitcher, you know, um, who, who's, who should have the start. And he's going to be competing with uh, Joey Lucchese, um, uh, Yama, Jordan Yamamoto, and um, some other people. So Mets, you know, they got some depth, you know, so. We'll see what happens, and uh, you know, Tywan Walker, he he's gonna if healthy, because that's his um that's his um kryptonite, staying healthy. So, as we've always said about the Mets, especially on this show, since '09, if he stays healthy, you know, he should have a good year. So, you know, Mets are hoping that that will be the case. Uh, what's your thoughts on that signing? Yeah, I think uh, the Mets right now they have a good rotation. You know, you got Strowman, you got Syndergaard when he's healthy, you got the Grom. You know, you, you guys, you, you guys can make uh, some waves in that uh, NL East over there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you could have gotten Bauer, you know, that would have helped tremendously. But Mets still got a good rotation even without him. Mhm, I, I totally agree. Um, getting Tyler Walker, I think, erases the, uh, you know, the deficit of not uh, signing, uh, you know, signing uh, Bauer, because I mean, you don't want, you don't want a guy to sign with your team just because he's settling because he couldn't get, you know, get the the location or the teams he wanted, you know. So, hey, you know, 
it looks like it's a it could be a blessing in disguise because if his his heart isn't in, in it into it and he's not professional enough to just go about pitching, you know, yeah. you know it'd be a disaster. But you know, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I like I really love the the, the Mets rotation. You know, they just gotta stay healthy and um, you know, um, and, and resign these guys. They gotta resign um. Um, Conforto, Lindor, those are the those are the one one A guys that they have to sign hands down. You gotta sign, resign those guys, and then you gotta um, you know try to resign um, um, Strowman and 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 Syndergaard. But Lindor and, and Strowman are Lindor and Lindor and um, Conforto are the two guys they have to sign hands down. And keep an eye on the, the the Grom situation. You know, he said he wants to retire a Met. So, you know, um, if there is, you know, hopefully he he's satisfied with the contract. It looks like he is, but you never know. As you're, he gets, he's a couple of years away from the potentially opting out. You know, try to get a better deal. You know, hopefully Mets can sweeten the deal a little bit and give him a little pay You know, pay raise. You know, extend the contract a little bit somewhere down the line. Um, so that's something definitely food for thought. Um, one thing I yeah stumbled on upon uh, before um, this show was this video, and basically this video was about basically um, you know what would have happened if Jackie Robinson did not uh, break the color barrier in uh, 1940 19 uh, was April 15th 1947 so. Uh, yeah, here's here's this uh, quick video uh, from uh, you know courtesy of the Mets. So we'll be right back. This is uh, Sports Urban Legend with your host William Ramo and Macaulay Matthew. We'll be right back. Urban Legend. Uh, I'm your host, William Ramon, along with uh, Macaulay Matthew 
on the other side and uh yeah let's um shift gears uh to the Yankees um what's your what's your thoughts um your excitement on uh, the Yankees uh, this spring training and this upcoming oh, season yeah you know on paper we're looking real good you know we've improved our rotation um you know offense as long as we stay healthy you know we have one of the best offenses in baseball um I just want to see how some of these guys in the uh on the pitching staff will fare you know i want to see if if um um what's his face i'm forgetting his name now who's in the indians um, um is he a pitcher yeah um i'm forgetting his name oh, now. oh Corey cooper cooper yeah i want to see if cooper can reclaim you know his, his uh that, that dominance that he had several years ago you know see if he can become an ace again you know, if he can become an ace again, like he was on the Indians, then the Yankees could be unstoppable. Him and uh, Cole, you know, in the at the front of that rotation. I mean, just hoping you know that can happen. But uh, I think uh, you know, Yankees are gonna have a big year, and um, you know, it's gonna be a good season as long as everyone stays healthy. And and that's the big if, you know, because the last several years, you know, a lot of these guys haven't been able to stay healthy and and we've uh, been knocked out earlier than we wanted to be knocked out. So we'll see. You know, we'll see what uh, 2021 has in store. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, you know, the, the the Yankees rotation, you know, they have some potential, of course. Um, I do love the, the club they're signing as well. Uh, I think um, if you could... Um, stay healthy and, and, and turn back the clock. I mean, he, I mean, Yankees got something there. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they, they also, um, I'm trying to remember who else they, they also signed. Taylor. I didn't want Talon. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the guy I was going to, I was thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another guy who, who's been, who, who's great with the, um, the pirates. Yeah, you know, a change of scenery. You know, if he could stay healthy, you know, that's he pitched alongside Cole as well when they were on Pittsburgh. Right, exactly. So that that would be a great, a great um, rotation if they could, you know, you know, stay healthy. And Herman is coming back now after that suspension. uh You know, and remember, you know, a couple years ago, he looked like he could be our future ace. Mm -hmm. So. You know, if this guy can come back and pitch like he did, you know, in uh, 2019, you know, then the Yankees have something going. Also, I hear Severino has been throwing, so he might be uh, back earlier than expected. So, you know, there's some potential on this pitching staff, you know, has the potential to be very good this year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Herman definitely got to get his mind right after, you know, the horrible thing he did to get himself suspended, you know, the domestic abuse. Hopefully he, you know, he learned his, his, um, his lesson, you know. Well, you know, these suspended players, they can't resist hitting their wives and partners. Nah, so. I mean, they don't yeah. have to, you know, it's a, you know. Not, not all wives. Hispanics, but, you know, some. Well, you know, it's that Latino machismo. Even, you know, that even happened to, you know, to Tori. His, growing up, his, his father did the same thing too, so. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, you know, well, you, you Hispanic dudes got to chill out, man. Hopefully, he'll get his, <laughs> his stuff right, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. Um, but seriously, yeah, definitely. I, I hope for the best for him because, 
you know, the the guy's young and he has a lot of potential. He started in 2019, so hopefully, you know, this year he can come back and, you know, if he can be as good as 2019, then, you know, like I said, this this pitching staff can be very, very good. Absolutely. Well, what's your thoughts on uh, Gardner coming back? You know, I I love Gardner, but I think, you know, it was time for him to look, to give – Clint Frazier a chance. You know, give Frazier a chance. I mean, the guy has potential. He'd be one of the best hitters in baseball if he if he's just given a chance. And I feel like, you know, Gardner coming back is going to take some of that opportunity away. Mm-hmm. So, I love Gardner, but I think it's just time for him to hang it up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, it, like he was saying last year, he wanted to come back this year. Uh, which I assume is his uh, swan song, you know, of his career, not only with the Yankees, but as for his career, because he didn't want to, he didn't want to retire in a COVID season. He wanted to have the fans, you know, you know, cheer for him on his way out. He didn't want to get cheated out of it. So, yeah, you know, um, yeah, best of luck to him, you know, trying to in his career on a high note. But, um, oh, yes, Fernando, Fernando Tatis Jr., man. Uh, congratulations to him. You know, you, you would have thought in the pandemic, people wouldn't be giving out, you know, people wouldn't be giving out, you know, so much money anymore because all these teams are supposedly losing money, you know, due to, uh, you know, COVID. So, um, yeah, you, you would have thought... Um, we would have been it would have been a long time before all these players got huge money, but you know of course Trevor Bauer and Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, is showing that you know there are still um, people that's gonna you know spend money to get the players that they want, and uh, yeah, let me see. I think it's a 14-year. Yeah, it's the the third richest contract in MLB history. Um, it's a 14-year, $340 million contract. Uh, only Mike Trout and Mookie Betts has um, the, you know, the the most the, the most money overall. Um, what else I was gonna say? Um, this contract is the first money. This is the first contract. This is the biggest contract that was signed for a player that was not eligible for salary ar- arbitration. Like the the Padres, they really they really was trying to give him that money. They were not letting him, they were not taking any chances with him. Uh, you know, leaving them in free agency uh, several years down the line. He he is a Padre for life. So mm-hmm. congratulations congratulations to him, his family, and uh, of course the Padres fans. Man, I want some of that money. <laughs> for real, that's that's a, a lot of money, a lot of years. Well, a good mm-hmm. one. You know, um, they they sign like the best shortstop in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely has a uh, potential to be a uh, one of the great shortstops. But um, to me, I think it's a little, you know, it it's too too big of a contract because you don't know, you know, what this guy's gonna give you, mm-hmm. you know, in the next several years. Right. You know, so it's like an A Rod contract, I think. Yeah, it's like A-Rod and John Carlos Stanton contract. And, you know, 
and once those guys, you know, are horrible, see have horrible seasons, you know, and hard, losing teams, you know where they end up getting traded to. So keep your eyes yeah. posted. Well, I mean, for the Padres, supposedly, you know, they they have a good team for this come upcoming year. Oh yeah, of course. They you got are Machado. making a lot to be championship contenders, you know. Yeah, they got they got a stacked team. They're, um, yeah, they're definitely, arguably, many people would consider the most uh, active Talented. team in the 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 off season. Yeah, you know, it's them, the Blue Jays, uh, and you know, of course, uh, you know, the New York Mets. You know, those are the teams that are like really making moves to change the culture of their respective franchises. Yeah. And uh, Padres, uh, you know, they're going to try to win their first ever championship. The last time they've been, I think, over there was, uh, uh, I think you're pretty familiar with that in 98. Yeah. You know, they want to try to win it all. But we'll see what happens. And then, of course, Toronto Blue Jays, you know, ever since uh, Joe Carter hit that walk-off home run against the Phillies in '93, uh, you know, you know they haven't won it. You know, they haven't won another title. And then, of course, you know my beloved New York Mets. You know, they haven't won since '86. So, a lot of these teams are trying to, uh, you know, end their long drought, or in the the, the Padres' uh, case, finally try to win it all. And uh, moving on, a team that we both love that's trying to um, snap their long championship drought is, of course, the New York Knicks. And um, the New York Knicks, uh, they've been playing a lot better lately. And uh, they were supposed to play um, earlier today, but that game got uh, postponed uh, due to – COVID concerns, so um, I believe they're playing tomorrow night, or to, or tomorrow, I should say, against the um, against the Minnesota Twin, the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> they're not playing baseball. <laughs> they're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, we'll call Anthony Towns and uh, Tom Thibodeau, he's going to be facing his former team that he was on, uh, he was coaching uh, just before he got fired a few years ago. And uh, that's going to be, you know, trip down memory lane for him and, uh, you know, Derrick Rose. It's going to be something for him to go back, play against his former team, him and Rose. Yeah, that's going to be a nice reunion right there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big game, you know. Uh, I think Timberwolves are not doing well. I think that I think they even have the worst record in uh, all of the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. I think they only have seven wins. Uh, yeah, they're at the bottom. So, yeah, they should get this win. And then Tuesday night they're going to host the 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 Warriors. So yeah, uh, Knicks. You know they're they're trying to get closer to 500. Uh, they lost they lost the game not too long ago. Might have been their last game too. Um, where you know they were um, Miami? No, was it? Yeah, was it Miami? Can't no. remember. Could have been. I know they faced them recently. 
But yeah, they were this close to getting to getting 500. I think they would have been 15-15, but now they're 14, 14 and 16 now. Okay. But um, yeah, the Knicks have been playing a lot better. Um, but you know they gotta they gotta um you know they gotta be consistently more defense. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've been playing great defense most of this year. But they've had some of these losses. They've 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 had these um they've reverted back to the to the post two thousand and one Knicks. You know these these current Knicks. Um, but um, you know hopefully hopefully um you know they will they'll bounce back. And then having Mitchell Robinson hurt uh, that didn't help anything. Yeah. I hear the the Marcus Cousins. Uh, he might be uh, parting ways with the uh, with the Rockets. I think is the team that he's on right now. So maybe uh, Knicks can go after the Marcus Cousins. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Why they're they're interested in Drummond too? Guy they faced uh, this year. I heard that uh, if he, if we were to trade Drummond, we'd probably have to give up um, Knox, which I don't want to do. Yeah, because uh, it looks like. Knicks really wanna um Knicks really wanna trade um Knicks really wanna trade um Knox and of course Nilakina. Nilakina, I'll drive him over there, but Knox <laughs> I you know, he I, I don't want him to leave, man. Yeah, me this either. This guy has a lot of potential here. I I'm with you, man. I'm I'm totally with you. I would not give up I would not give up on I wouldn't give up on Knox. I think Knox Knox has a lot of potential. He could he could he could bounce back. Yeah, yeah. So next, you know, they're gonna try to win tomorrow night, and uh, you know, again, they were gonna be face. They were gonna be facing the Spurs, uh, but the sixteen and eleven Spurs at MSG. But of, but of course, uh, like we mentioned, that game uh, got postponed because of the the COVID situation. And man, uh, you know Mitchell Robinson injuring his hand, uh, having the surgery. You know, you know we'll find out how he does after the All Star break. Yep. See how long. Uh, well, you know, it's forty. You said it be four to six weeks. So yeah, exactly. Hopefully, you know, we see him maybe as early as uh, April. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for real. So, you know, hopefully he he's um you know, he's healthy. And oh yeah, congratulations to to Randall. He scored like forty four points a few days ago. Which is yeah, one Randall, shot of his career high. Randall's an all star man. He should be. He, he should be written in. He should be written into the he should be added into the all star as a as a bench player. I just think if you know we would have just let this guy go mm-hmm. after last season. I mean, uh, you know, I told you Knicks fans out there, mm-hmm. be patient. You know, be patient. This guy has potential. You know, and he's showing it right now. He this guy, he's been scoring in the paint. He, you know, he's been passing the ball. You know, he's been doing everything that we. Uh, he's even cut down on the turnovers. His defense has pro- improved little. You know, he's. He's definitely an all-star this year. Yeah, hands down. He definitely has been, for sure. 
props to him. You know, he he he's um he's committed to 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 being a better player and uh, buying into the Thibodeau system. You know, and all the 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 coaches that we have. You know, so yeah, that's he, the yeah next he, he's in a much better system. Uh, you know, this season than last season. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, you could even say this this system is a system because the, the stuff that the Knicks have been playing since uh, 2013 when one of our, our um, assistant coaches, Mike Woodson, was the head coach of the team in 2013. Yeah. Ever since then, they've been horrible. So yep. good to see the Knicks. You know, they're, 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 you know, they're scary on defense, you know. They used to be scaring the fans, you know, with their defense. They're, they're Swiss cheese defense. You know, as uh, Walcott well, Frazier would say, you know, but you know they're they're actually intimidating. You know the opposition. We're you know we're not we're not an easy um, we're not an easy victory as yeah. usual. So hopefully we will snap this uh, this one game losing streak. Uh, you know tomorrow. So we'll see what happens because uh, yeah they lost. Um, yeah, they lost to the the Magic, uh, one hundred seven eighty nine, and uh, um, Barrett didn't even really play that game. He got benched most of the the um, the fourth quarter when uh, the Knicks was trying to make the comeback. Yeah, that was a tough game, uh, brutal game, but um, really the Knicks can bounce back uh, tomorrow here against the Twins. I mean mm-hmm. the T Wolves. Think about the twins. <laughs> yep. You got me thinking it. <laughs> well, yep. The, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, Randall will have a will be close to his forty-four point performance that he had Monday night against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know he won't. He, he won't. He won't make. He won't get forty something points this time around. But he'll, you, he'll, never he'll, know. you never know. You never you, know. You never know. Yeah, I'm expecting him to get like thirty, thirty-five. You know, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, props to him. Yeah, he only uh, scored twenty-five points in the the loss, along with seven rebounds. Uh, you know, in that Wednesday night game against uh, uh, you know the Magic inside, you know at at Orlando. So hopefully the the Magic will be back for the Knicks uh, tomorrow night. You know, when they uh, when they host the Timberwolves at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. But and you hear now we, that um. They're uh, gonna start letting fans in um, this upcoming weekend to MSG for mm-hmm. some games. Yep. Because you know New York, at, New York City has a. They're doing the twenty-five uh, percent. Is it twenty-five percent right now? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think it's twenty-five, or it's gonna be twenty-five. Something like indoor that. dining and activity. So. So uh, yeah, some fans will be able to go to MSG, mm-hmm. watch some of the games. Yeah, if you got the money. <laughs> Because they're jacking up the prices since not everybody can go. I don't even think it's cheap right now. I think uh, I think tickets are pretty. Uh, I think you get some uh, cheap tickets right now. I, I sure hope so. Um, 
Yeah, with the um, uh, however, with the Nets, you know, the Nets, you know, they, they you know, they're hot on their their um, five game winning streak. Um, they're they're gonna open up their their um uh, Barclays Center, you know, their their stadium, uh, well, Bar- Barclays Center, um, also this week as well, and I think they're only gonna open up to like three hundred um three hundred fans can enter. But they're gonna give them the VIP treatment. They're gonna jack up the price, and they're not gonna be. They're gonna be sitting on like lounge chairs and all that stuff. Like, they it's gonna be like you're gonna have like the VIP treatment, but you're gonna be paid the VIP uh, prices. Wow. And not to mention, they're the first stadium, uh, uh, you know, in in New York that's gonna offer um, COVID, um, you know, the um, I think the vaccine on site. So, and it'll be included. I think the food will be free and stuff like that, from what I read. So that's gonna be nice. Yeah, especially for the Nets fans. The Nets fans are gonna be rewarded uh, for their faithfulness. You know, watching yeah. the Nets in in uh, New Jersey and then coming over here and yeah, now they're going to um, try to win their first title. That's good. That's very nice. Since the ABA days. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the Nets they're going to be, um, they're gonna be on the road against the Clippers, so they're gonna try to keep that streak going. I think Durant is still out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's out. Uh, what a hamstring injury, I think. Yeah, he has a strain hamstring. Uh, he he's missed uh, four games straight, or he's going to miss his his fourth home game, his fourth his fourth straight game because of this this hamstring. And yeah, man, you gotta you gotta take it slow. You gotta take it slow with him because he has been overachieving with with his uh you know coming missing that whole year. So, you know, props to him. Props. Yeah, for real. And um, shifting gears, um, congratulations to Naomi Osaka. You know she uh, she won um, she won the the, the tournament. Um, she defeated uh, uh, she defeated American uh, uh, Jennifer Obra- Jennifer Brady. And. Um, and this is she's she's on a twenty she's like on a twenty game twenty game winning twenty match winning streak, I should say. Um, yeah, she she's just been she's been dominating. Deservedly so, you know she's a uh, the best female tennis player right now. Yeah, and as a result, uh, she won her uh, second. Um, Australian Open title. She became uh, the first. She became one of the three players um, in the Open era to win her first four Grand Slam finals, along with Roger Federer and uh, Monica Seles. So, congratulations to her. And uh, she even uh, defeated her her idol um, Serena Williams uh, um, again um, in the semifinals. And uh, after the loss, they were asking uh, uh, Serena if, if she's going to retire, 
and uh, you know she was tearful and she she you know she left the interview. So um, yeah, well, if it is the end for Serena, I mean Serena, I mean that's the goat right there. So yeah, definitely she's the future Hall of Famer. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, might be time for her to hang it up. I mean, there's nothing for else nothing else for her to prove. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't nothing for her to prove. I think she, I think she really wants to win that title because I think she's had like three or four chances to win it, and um, you know she's never she, won it she, before. No, she hasn't won it since since her pregnancy. Oh, okay. What I'm saying. Let's say. Yeah. Oh no, of course she's she's has, she has like what twenty three, twenty four Grand Slam um, champions. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. like since her pregnancy, she hasn't um, you know she hasn't um, won a title. And I'm assuming she probably wants to. She probably wants to win, you know, to prove that she still has it, and for her, um, her child Olympia to to see it, see yeah. see her her mom, you know, win win a title. I think that's her. I think that's her motivation of uh, trying to trying to you know win it all. So, um, yeah, you know. Props to Serena, you know, and and of course uh, Jennifer Brady for for uh, going to the finals, um, yeah, even yeah. though it was in a you know a losing effort. But you know, you know Osaka, man, she's been she's been dominant, you know, these past couple of years. So I mean, for her young career, I should say. So yeah, prop, props to her. Props. And. Um, Shifting gears to um, WWE, the Elimination Chamber uh, is uh, gonna come up uh, tomorrow night. You you, you pump? Yeah, that sh- should be good. Mhm. Should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it too. Like uh, other than the prior to the Royal Rumble, these these past couple of pay per view events haven't really been enticing me, but yeah, now they're like Jr. Jr. says, you know, business is picking up. So yeah, yeah. Now the road to WrestleMania. Now they're not playing anymore with these pay per view events. Now, um, still, I still don't think. I think Fastlane is coming up next month. But for me, I think uh, that that's a useless pay per view event. You know, just the Elimination Chamber. Just just go straight to WrestleMania. Hype up this because uh, you, when they when they play all these these pay per view events too. Too too many um like back to back like this so so close to each other it's like they they're they're trying to hype up two pay per view events at the same time and it, it it it's it's just not working you know so yeah I, I, you know I'm looking forward to this pay per view event yeah, um it's uh gonna be good yeah so uh right now they're saying Oscar's gonna fight Lacey Evans but. If you remember on Raw, she made a big announcement that she's pregnant. So, um, if I'm a betting man, she's not gonna fight tomorrow night, you know. So, oh, well, congratulations to Lacey Evans on you know, giving you know being a mother. But who is Oscar gonna fight now? I don't know. Maybe Charlotte. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've been. I'm trying to think who who have they been feuding with. Maybe uh. uh 
Naomi, no, not Naomi, what's her name? Uh, Nia Jackson or, or Shayna Baszler or something? I'm yeah, trying to that's wonder what I was thinking. It could be, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, that would, that, would, that would be it. Charlotte and Oscar against Shayna Baszler and, um, and Nia Jax. I guess so. But then again, they're doing double duty as well. I mean, yeah, I don't know who Oscar's going to be defending her title with, or if. So, um, I guess Oscar will def- retain it in whoever she's facing. Um, yeah. And then Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, they'll be the defending the title against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Uh, even though Nia Jax, they've been making Nia Jax a, a laughing stock for her. Keep injuring herself and yelling my hole and stuff like that. Um, I think, I think Nia Jackson Shayna Baszler is gonna win because Sasha Banks is gonna officially turn heel like um, Paul Heyman has been uh, Hinting. advising her to do because he's he is saying like she's she's not her you know Sasha Banks as a baby face she's not gonna get the job done because her and Bianca Belair are pretty even up. Which I mean, that is very true. You know, they they're very they're very similar. They'll be, I mean, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I mean, they could have like a. a, a to be honest with you, it just popped in my head just a few seconds ago. Like they really mesh well with each other. They could be great tag team partners, and they could be great rivals. So I'm gonna say something. I don't I don't think I've probably said probably since Trish and Lita. They might they might they if they if done well they could be the next. Rock and Austin versus Austin, you know, female wise. If they, if they, if they, if they're, if WWE used them right. Yeah. What's your thought? Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, I'm not sold on Sasha turning heel. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. not sold on it. I think she's going to remain a face for a while. I could see Bianca, on the other hand, turning heel. Mm. I see that happening, so I yeah, would be surprised if you see that. That's a good point. I think it's too early, but then again, that would give you the shock factor. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That you know, that is a good point. Um, um, that'll be interesting, you know, and maybe even uh, Heyman managing Bianca. How about that? Yeah, that's a that's a good point because he's been. He's had her eye, his eyes on her for a while, ever since he was the raw executive GM. So, yeah. Uh, you you got something. You got you got something to it. I think you're cooking with something. You got you got a good idea right there. Yeah. You never know. That's a good idea. That's. I think you you convincing me, convincing me that 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 might happen. You heard it here, folks. If 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 she does turn, Mac gets the credit. Yeah, I said it for you first. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but we both agree Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler will win, retain it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and, they'll retain it. Yep. Um, well, let me see. You got um, Bobby Lashley. You know, you know he's going to try to retain the, the WWE United States Championship against Keith Lee and Riddle. Yeah, I think last year he was going to retain it. Hmm. I am on the fence. You're going with Keith Lee? Uh, 
No, I don't think Keith Lee would win it. Question is, I mean, Keith Lee and, and La- Keith Lee and last year should be should have been fighting should have been in the elimination chamber for the WWE championship, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if if Riddle sub- sh- shocks him because to me Riddle doesn't Riddle doesn't belong in this match. This match should have been Lee versus Lashley. Yeah, Lashley's defeated him so many different times. They even had a match a few weeks ago, like it was like Keith Lee versus Riddle, and the way how they were making it sound like like that was for the number one contendership for the title. Riddle lost, and he fills in the title. I'm like, wait, wasn't this match supposed to be for the number one contendership? Like, like this to me, Riddle doesn't fit, and for Riddle not fitting, I I just have this feeling WWE is going to try to do an upset and make Riddle win. Lashley. Could happen. I think that's what's going to happen. Like I said, I don't think I don't think Riddle should have been in this match. It should have been Lashley versus Lee, but WWE is going to do it, man. I, I just think they're going to put the title on Riddle and not wait until WrestleMania for this to happen. All right, let's see what else. Um, you got Drew McIntyre trying to defend his title against the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, um, the legend killer Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston, who got inserted into the match after The Miz and WWE management realized that The Miz had two um, <laughs> championship opportunities back-to-back. To me, it never made sense to begin with. Miz dropped out, which Miz is saying, like, um, you know, he's a master strategist. He's on, he's on another level than they are. But that's really what Edge told him last week. Edge was telling <laughs> Miz yep. that he's on another level than he is and that he wouldn't get it. And they, WWE management literally used the same line that Edge used on the Miz on everybody else. Right. And to me, this shows that Miz is an idiot. Yes, you could look at it and be like, wow, okay, the Miz doesn't have to fight in a grueling match like Elimination Chamber. But the smartest thing for him to do would have been to compete in the Elimination Chamber match. Had he lost, he would have still had the, the opportunity to cash it in anytime he wanted. Yeah. Now he's just putting his egg back into that one basket or briefcase like he's been doing for these past couple of months. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't know why. Miz, he's a very good wrestler, but I don't know what WWE's obsession with him is. Yeah, I agree. Especially with these money in the banks. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many money in the banks has he had now? This is the second you know? one that I can think of. Uh, it feels like this is the 100th one he's had for some reason. I don't know. Well, well, like yeah, he always did. has them. Well, mm-hmm. he did, he did um, cash it in, but they said it, it was Morrison that cashed it in, so it didn't count. So it was like he got rewarded again, but I guess this would be the second or third time, I guess. Yeah. If you want to count that, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Miz, I mean, other than, you know, like around the time when, when he was feuded with, with, with um, J.D. Yeah. King Lawler, oh. I know that the Miz, you know, he's not a real championship caliber um, threat. He, he, he's too goofy. He, you know what I mean? He's too goofy. Like, like it should have been it should have been Morrison that would have had the opportunity. But now, but Morrison is more of a, a slapstick um, sidekick. sidekick, you know, to him. You know, 
that that's not like a, a, a hashtag. Slap, slapstick, slapstick, um, sidekick. Yeah, they need to, they need to like separate those two again and yeah, have uh Morrison go his own way. I want to see Morrison do his own thing, you know. Yeah, uh, or or let Miz be in the back seat. Give give Morrison the shot, like yeah, because it's like yeah, they're too comical. It's getting too, it's getting too much. This should Morrison should have had the uh, the opportunity to to win the money in the bank. That's what I've been saying for months. Instead of the Miz, Miz, it's been there, done that. Yeah, I want to see Morrison. Morrison would have been more. I want to see that Morrison, man. <laughs> well, the, you you get a little uh, a sample of the song, you know, when he comes out, he looks like <laughs> when he, when they when they when they do their old poses and when they're walking, he does like this. Like I don't know, like he's, he's like he's pushing like some imaginary <laughs> thing. I think you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I know. What you're talking about. I don't know what the heck that's all about, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Morrison should have been the Money in the Bank winner. It would have been more interesting. The Miz doing it is just having it again. Is just um, it's just been there, done that, and he's not he's not believable. Even if he does cash it in, which there's no way he's gonna be Drew McIntyre or Roman Reigns. Like, um, it's just it's just a waste of money in the bank. I mean, they took the the, the thing out of Otis, which Otis. I mean, I, I liked Otis. You know, I you know I like Otis as a as a wrestler, but you know, it, it didn't seem right for him to win it either because he's more of a comical wrestler until he turned heel on uh on Friday Night SmackDown. Um, so. Yeah, this money in the bank is a waste. Of, this money in the bank um, winners have been a waste of time. To be to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. But with that said, um, I think Drew McIntyre will retain the Elimination Chamber, uh, the mat, the title at Elimination Chamber, and I'm assuming you'd agree with me. Say that again. Uh, I I predict Drew McIntyre to retain the. WWE Championship at and oh, inside Elimination Chamber. You go McIntyre. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm gonna go McIntyre as well. Mhm. The only person I could see upsetting him would be Sheamus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's gonna be a very good match. Don't get me wrong. Mhm. I see some way, some shape and form, McIntyre is gonna win and retain it. And Kofi Kingston is going to be the first one eliminated. Watch. <laughs> I'm calling it. Watch. <laughs> and then there's going to be WWE fans that's going to be PO'd because Black History Month, you know, they they got the, the, the only black guy in this match, which, you know, they just inserted into the match on Monday. He got eliminated. You know, they're not... And then not to mention he lost to Brock Lesnar in nine seconds uh, last year or so. Oh, yeah. Was it last year or two years ago? Probably two years, two years ago. Two years ago. Because last year was the pandemic. With, with right, right. Five, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's that. Um, then you go over to the, the whatchamacallit, the Elimination Chamber in the WWE Universal Championship one. Now, this one, this one to me is, is very interesting. Because you got uh, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, who's, you know, who I find boring, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, 
Well, see, you know, you got got rid of Corbin and put Big E in this match. Um, you got you got Jay Uso, um, Daniel Bryan, and um, a guy who I'm rooting for, Cesaro. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna pick Cesaro to win. You know, I'm gonna pick Cesaro to win the match, and then he's gonna face off against uh, Roman Reigns. You know for the uh, WWE Universal Championship. And unfortunately, that's when Cesaro Cinderella's story will end and Roman Reigns will retain the title there, the Elimination Chamber. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, but I think Roman Reigns will retain the title against Cesaro. That's that's exactly what Oh, I, I thought you said Cesaro would win. No, 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 no. I want Cesaro to win, but there's no oh. way Cesaro's going to win. Oh, Roman, okay. Then we agree. Then yeah. Roman Reigns, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want Cesaro to win it, but he ain't going to win it. He's not going to defeat Roman Reigns uh, in the in elimination. The only way he would have had a chance is if Roman Reigns was inside the elimination chamber match itself. Okay. Other than that, no, I don't. Nah. The, the, the advantage is Roman Reigns. So... Yeah. Roman Reigns will retain the the title. Um, I'm trying to see. Um, oh, and, and NXT, um, Adam Cole, he turned heel and um, attacked his uh, his fellow um, Undisputed Error um, teammate, um, Kyle O'Reilly. He he super kicked them out of nowhere. Um, I think they also he also super kicked um, Finn Balor also, but um, yeah now he's he's gonna he's gonna feud with uh, Adam Cole you know um, for, from uh, you know the, their fellow United um, undisputed era. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, uh, Austin Austin Theory he got kidnapped but he was rescued. Uh, he was discovered by uh, Johnny Gargano um, on uh, you know on which cinema show NXT. Um, let me see what else happened. Oh yes, um, let me think. NXT. Um, yeah, the NXT TakeOver happened on Valentine's Day. I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day last Sunday. Um, yeah, here's what here's what happened at the um the um you know the pay per view event on Sunday this past Sunday. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeated Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart as I predicted uh, to be the first ever. Um, uh, women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Champions. They will get a future WWE um, uh, NX. Um, they'll get a WWE Women's Tag Team Championships against uh, the current champions as we speak right now: Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Uh, uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Kushida to retain the North um, North American Championship. MSK. Uh, that's Nash Carter and Wes Lee um, defeated the Grizzle Young Veterans, which has James Drake and Zach Gibson. 
and they will get a future uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. And, um, yeah, um, what else was I going to say? Yo Shirai, she defeated Mar- uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm to retain the NXT Women's Championship. And last but not least, Finn Balor defeated Pete Dunne to retain the NXT uh, Championship. Uh, AEW, um, trying to think what happened. Uh, Sammy Guevara, um, he wasn't there because last week he um, he quit AEW and the inner circle. And um, Jericho revealed that because he quit on the the inner circle, he also quit it on he also quit it on him. So uh, now Sammy Guevara is uh, dead to to Chris Jericho. Um, trying to think of anything else that is uh, noteworthy to happen on AEW. Um, Sting got attacked by Brian Cage um, after. Um, Team Taz kidnapped um, Darby Allen and beat him up. Um, so yes, yeah, Sting got he got power bombed by uh, Brian Cage. You know, and uh, you know I was just hoping he didn't get injured again, like when he was fighting uh, Seth Rollins yeah. about six years ago. So yeah, they get they gotta be careful with him. Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, um, congratulations to um, Cody Rhodes and uh, um, uh, Brandy. Uh, they, they they had the gender reveal on on Wednesday night, and they're having a girl. So congratulations. And uh, you know, Cody Rhodes is and uh, Red Velvet. They're going to be facing Shaq and. Jade Cargill uh, in the upcoming pay-per-view event, or I think it's a it's an upcoming uh, upcoming uh, NXT, and uh, not NXT AEW Dynamite episode. I think next month. So yeah, that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, that's about it. I could think of off, off the top of my head. But um, uh, anything else you'd like to say, Mac? Um. Oh yeah, um, Otis is bad. He's a heel now. I think oh, that's yeah. gonna be a major twist going mm-hmm. forward in WWE. Maybe he presents the challenge to either McIntyre or even Roman Reigns. Who knows? Well, it would have to be Roman Reigns because Drew McIntyre is, you know, he's he's on different shows unless if well, he if, somehow finds a loophole to go on the Raw. Right, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, if there's ever like. A, the next draft or, you know, if there's ever a trade or something, then yeah, you can see that happen. But, uh, I think it's an interesting, uh, interesting, uh, development, you know, for Otis. Absolutely. We'll change this character, make him a bigger push now. Yeah. I'm, I'm with, I'm with it too. You know, I, 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 I really love the Otis as a fan favorite, but you know, a change of scenery or a change in, gimmick and attitude, you know, it could lead to something. So, you know, they were kind of teasing it because you, you could see Chad Gable, you know, he was, you know, like giving him advice and you could see Chad Gable was kind of heelish a little bit, but 
now they're full-blown heels now. So, you know, hopefully this will, uh, you know, see, while this is, now they could have had him have the, the, the briefcase. Yeah. See, this would have been, this would have been a reason for him to, to have a briefcase because, yeah. like I was saying months ago, you know, you can't legitimately see him defeat, catching on anybody because he's a he's a he's a good guy. You yeah. know, it was again it would have been against his gimmick. So now he's heel. Apollo Cruz is 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 heel as well. You know, attacking uh, Biggie yet again and uh, you know smashing him with the uh, with the the steel steps. So. Yeah, you know, WWE business is picking up, man. Um, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, no, everyone just uh, take care and uh, have a safe weekend. We'll see you next week. Only on Block Talk Radio. I, I, like, I hear you, man. So, um, you know, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Ramo. I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget, check out... Uh, my YouTube channel, Sports of the Legend TV. Don't forget to come back next week. Same bat channel, same bat station. And that's uh, Saturdays at 10, only on Blog Talk Radio. So, again, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Memo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.